Let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. <laughs> and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B Plus out here in very warm, very warm, Randy, wait, California. Wait, wait, it wait, is wait, sunny. Wait. It is toasty. I do not have the fan going in Studio B+, uh, so I am um, borderline uncomfortable in Studio B+, Randy. How is everything in Studio B? I'm a little, uh, uh, I'm a little befuddled that you went from having a, an inferior studio to having an inferior studio, stu- st- to having an inferior studio, but with a backdrop, and you immediately became B plus over all, my efforts the in optics, studio. B. It's, all, it's all about the optics. I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be back with you guys. Obviously, we just spent the last week together in Las Vegas. It was nice to have a little time together, FaceTime for the team. It was nice spending time uh, with you guys, with the rest of the industry out there at. Uh, PCA. We didn't really talk about this in the pre-show, but I'd love to like maybe touch on a couple things from PCA. Um, so some uh, highlights, the, the, some lowlights. Yeah, let's but uh, but I'm, I'm good. I'm, ha- I'm happy to be back. Yeah, we'll talk about PCA. There will be no touching, uh, Randy. This is a touch-free zone, but we will uh, cover some PCA topics and um, and discuss. Well, this no such rule today. existed in the pool last week, so I don't know what the change of heart is. There is a big delay between when I speak and when you hear me and then when you respond. Uh, so oh, we'll have no. to work on that today. I think we might be having some uh, some delay issues. But you know what? We are semi-professional at this, so we will uh, do our best to power through. The last episode of the first segment of Season 5, Randy. Can you believe it? You nailed it. That's exactly what this is. The last episode of the first segment. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I Obviously... 
I don't know that either of us or any of us really thought that this was going to be a uh, uh, long-term run. I feel like we're just getting into our groove in Season 5, to be perfectly frank. I didn't know that we'd have enough content to, like, create Season 2. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to, like, some ideas you and I have kicked around. That, like, that's probably, like, still two seasons away. Yeah, you're, you're not the only one. I, I didn't think that you would last this long. Um you know, as far as the uh, as the show is concerned, I was I was confident in that my is own not longevity, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I wasn't too sure as to whether uh, as to whether you would stick it out. Um, and mm-hmm. speaking of stick mm-hmm. it out, which this is a terrible segue, but thanks to all of you for sticking it out. One hundred fifty percent of you have been following us since the beginning, and uh, we appreciate your support. Go ahead, hit that share button if you're watching on uh, the Facebook. And what, what do they have to do, Randy? Mash the like button on... Uh, Smash the, the subscribe button. Hit the notifications bell. You might get turned on to some little uh, tidbit of content. You never know. You never know when a day like today comes. There was some breaking news that came from Cigar Dojo headquarters today. You never know. We're, we're working harder and harder to get more video uh, content out there, more content on YouTube. We, these press releases that come from headquarters might be coupled with a video in in future releases and if you don't have that notification bell on and subscribed on youtube you're not going to get the notification you're going to be the last to know you don't want to be that person i'm just going to tell you right now (laughs) yeah you don't want to be the last to know uh speaking of last to know there's breaking news apparently from uh the dojo dugout i know nothing about what's happening uh boys i'm gonna send it to the home studio Boys, what's uh, what's all this breaking news that uh, Randy's babbling about? It's such a big day on the dojo. We're, we've been working on this project for so long now. It seems like forever. And um, we knew our 10th anniversary was coming up this year. And not only that, but like the actual 10th anniversary of the app is pretty much right around this time, even though barely anybody knew about it at the time. Um, 10 years ago in the summer of 2012 but uh to commemorate we're going to do a lot of things to commemorate our 10th anniversary there's more to come this summer i can tell you that but the biggie uh right now baby is the one that i'm so excited about is right here the 10th anniversary cigar dojo limited edition perdomo champagne and it is the 10th anniversary from them of course and look at just look at these look at these buttes this box, mm. it's an eight-count box. I'm going to talk more about this on Friday night's show. I'm just giving you a little flavor for it right now. Uh, here, this is on the sexy cam. I'm going to smoke this on the show tonight. That's what I'm going to do. But um, anyways, uh, Friday night, I'll give you all the deets. And then a week from Friday, these bad boys go on sale at JR Cigars. So um, if, you, if you really want to uh, get more information right now, you can go to our website. There's a whole article about it. It's the top article. And you can kind of see you want to be on our mailing list because if you're not on our mailing list, the email list, you could theoretically miss out on this thing and you don't want to miss out on it. So um, get on the mailing list, which is easy. If you go to this, the article about this product, that's the top one on the dojo, cigardojo.com. Um, at the very bottom, there's a way you can sign up for the email. Bada boom, bada bing. That's the first. The dojo members are going to get a half hour jump on this product. So you get a half hour to get it next Friday. That's the 29th of July. And then um, after the half hour is up, it'll be public. And so um, they're probably going to go super fast. So uh, make sure to jump on that. That's what me and Jordan have been working on 
all day today, but a little bit all since like a year and a half ago. So it's cool when we finally get to talk about these because you, you feel like you have this really cool secret, you know? And then when you finally get to um, let the cat out of the bag, it feels so good. By the way, if you are watching the show, don't keep cats in a bag. Mm-mm. I don't know I, why. No, I, I know yes. that was going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> who, By the way, who keeps well, cats? What kind of person keeps a cat in a bag? <laughs> what kind of person keeps a cat in a bag for crying out? Don't keep your cats in a bag. That's terrible. But anyways, the cat is out of the bag. So, um, But you know what, guys? Uh, for the show, I'm going to be smoking this cigar to pair with my godfather. Yes, I am. Um, so back to you guys. Have some fun. Let's rock and roll. I'm excited for the show. Yes. Well, I, you know, that's awesome. I, re- I do want, Jordan, before, before you go back to, to full uh, Flavor Odyssey mode here, I, I got to say, because I'm not going to have a chance to be there on Friday when you do the full announcement. First of all, it's an honor that, to get to be your guys' uh, uh, affiliate Wednesday show and get to be here to be the first to congratulate you on that, um, on that project. I know you and Jordan work very, very hard to, to do all the dojo releases every year. And so often you guys are, are really working hard to create like a, a unique um, line, ex- or line um, you know, release. And, and you don't do a lot of um, uh, line extensions. And this is clearly a line extension, but what, uh, uh, I, like, I, I honestly just want to say congratulations. What a fun project for you guys to hit 10 years uh, on this journey to be able to partner with such a massive brand. Obviously, the Champagne is by far the largest brand that you guys have ever been able to couple and do a, a project with and for it to, like, be so synergistic with your relationship with Nick as it's grown over the last few years and with it being the 10th anniversary and for him to, like, give his, his like, crown jewel in the champagne uh, a line extension just for it to honor uh dojo and, and the 10th anniversary of what you guys have created in, uh, in this community and everything else it to me is just like it is a bit of a godfather in this industry tipping his cap back to you guys and and i for one just want to say congratulations it's it, i'm really excited about this release randy your mic wasn't working could you say that all over again <laughs> I, I was I was working on a similar joke. That's so glad hive minding this one. You cut out. <laughs> you cut out. Uh, no, right. th- thank you, Randy. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. All right, back amazing. to Flavor Odyssey. Robbie, what are we doing for the for the last episode of the first segment of season five? Hey, nice. Uh, if you went back and watched the uh, the live uh, from Monday, which I know one hundred fifty percent of you did, uh, I screwed that up like four times. I got it. I, we were in we were in segment five of season four. We were in segment four <laughs> of season five. I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I'm glad that I nailed it today. I practiced all day yesterday nice. uh, in the hopes that I would get it correct. But we are, uh, you know, coming to the end of uh, Amaretto Avenue, and um, we are wrapping this up with a semi-classic cocktail. Uh, called The Godfather. Um, it uh, was popularized, Randy, surprisingly enough, in the early 70s. Now, why would you think huh. that it was popular in the early 70s, Randy? Is all the drinks that are related to this liqueur movie related? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I feel like every French connection. week we come oh, on. Yeah, yeah. That's French good point. connection. Yeah. There was another one too, though. Star Wars, like three- Spider Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> Toby Maguire was a big fan. Yeah. All right. These guys have got off, off, re- off the rails. I can only guess that it must have been correlating with the release of the original Godfather movie with Marlon Brando and Al Pacino. It, it had something to do with uh, the greatest film ever made. Ah, second greatest film. I think Godfather 2. After was better, part two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a discussion for another time. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's kind of, we could say semi-classic. You know, it's, it's older than me. Uh, it's not older than Eric, so it falls somewhere in, in I guess that's semi-classic. In the no, 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 uh, I'd say that's classic. If it's older than Eric, it's prehistoric. <laughs> it's like, damn. That was sharp. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh, I, I, I watched the new uh, uh, Jurassic Park last night. It's, it was top of mind. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, beautiful. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, so The Godfather, it's a very, very simple cocktail. It's just whiskey and amaretto. Um, blended scotch is the classic choice. Um, mm. And I'm reading this here straight from the recipe from liquor.com. Bl- blended scotch is the classic choice, although some people choose to go with a single malt, which is what I did, or even bourbon. So I will, and we kind of talked about this early. Randy went barrel proof bourbon, no less. Um, I think that's barrel proof. Uh, it is. I, I'm the only one who actually followed the recipe, right? It said bourbon was an option. How did I not follow the... You always accuse me of shenanigans when I don't feel that I'm always guilty of shenanigans. So we're, we're drinking... Uh, we are drinking different uh, cocktails. I was under the impression that we would all be drinking scotch, but uh, be that as of it Of course may, you would have believed uh, that. <laughs> that was why I picked it, because I was just kind of pushing us towards scotch. I had no idea that... Uh, anyone would uh, deign to uh i don't know if that's even a word would uh, <laughs> uh i was cr- going for something negative and that popped into my head so if your name is dane i'm sorry i didn't mean to, to can to, i to, can uh, i just do a, a quick check before we all do our official announcements of what we're smoking and drinking yeah, did yeah, the yeah. other three of us on this team all go bourbon yes. yeah of course they of, do. Course. of course <laughs> why would we bourbon is an option yeah. As soon as I, I and I said this on the live, which again I know you all all watched. I said, as soon as these uh, these uh, jackholes figure out that it is uh, that whiskey or that bourbon is an option, I will be the only one drinking scotch. So that, uh, so so be it. It's I'll be drinking the better cocktail tonight. I've actually had it both ways. I've had the bourbon hey. and I've had the scotch versus. Hey, I heard that about you. Hey hey, hey. <laughs> family show, Jordan. Jeez. Um, uh, and the, I, I do think the Scotch version is better. It's a little bit, um, I don't. It's a little bit softer. The the bourbon uh, version to me is uh, Dane is indeed a word. Hey, but what does it Joe. mean, Joe? Now, Joe, did I use the word correctly? I believe yeah, I that's, did. That's I need to stop know. doubting myself and just go with just it. Go with it. Um, All right. So, uh, anyway. so let's hear what Scotch did you use, Rob? Yeah. I'm, well, so I'm getting to that. Just be quiet. Um, okay, so we are all going with the Godfather cocktail. Obviously, the uh, the thing that is that keeps us on Amaretto Road, Randy, is indeed the Amaretto. This is a, an astonishingly old bottle of uh, Di Sirono that um, they've rebranded actually, seven times since then. <laughs> I think it is, but this is super, super old uh, from my old neighbor. He uh, shared that with us, but it's just a half ounce of amaretto and i decided to go with i think this is my favorite 12 year scotch kind of introductory level scotch it's like a 45 dollar bottle 49 uh, this is the abalor uh, 12 year 
uh, Speyside single malt scotch, uh, double cask matured in American oak casks and, say it with me, Randy, sherry. Oh, of course. I should have known. So, uh, oh, but cool. is it Highlands or is it Islay? It's it, it is Speyside is as I said Speyside single malt. Uh, I don't know that. So, term. yeah, Speyside is one of the uh, one of the Scotch regions. Um, oh, we talked about a new that one a little bit on a couple of different episodes. But uh, this one, I, I I really enjoy Abelor. This is uh, I always have a bottle of this in the. Uh, in the bar, it's uh, it's probably my favorite, just kind of standard. But Robbie, you uh, know the real question I want to know: is it smoky or is it standard scotch? It's not. It's not peated. It's okay, not peated. thank you. Uh, That's really what I, I was driving yeah, at. Although going with this cocktail, that amaretto sweetness and adding a peaty mm. uh, a peaty component could be very interesting. I haven't tried it with a peated scotch. I probably should have done that. Um, anyway, that's what I went with. And I'm going, I did a double. I mean, that's a pretty good pour there in that uh, Dojo Rocks oh. glass. I need to... Uh, I'm about halfway through mine also. <laughs> nice. Nice work. Nice work. And uh, what um, off uh, off the menu spirit did you use? It's and where's it not, from? It's and not off the menu. The, the menu that oh, we posted menu. it on, from liquor.com, as we often use, folks, um, Robbie and I are both big fans of what they do over at liquor.com. Eventually, we should reach out to them and let them know that we uh, that we promote their, their site so much, Robbie. Um, but I went with this barrel bourbon in honor of my good friends at headquarters. This was a Christmas gift from uh, from Eric Gatormson and, Jer- and Jordan Gatormson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost <laughs> slipped up. Um, but it is a six-year-aged... Um <laughs> Hundred and fifteen proof, which if if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I heard Jordan say recently that like he believes the sweet spot for bourbon is between a hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen. Is that right, Jordan? Yeah, I for me, hundred and ten, hundred and twenty, that's uh, hundred and fifteen, you got it right in the middle. It's perfect. I was gonna say, isn't that like as high as it goes this one twenty? I mean, oh, no. call that the sweet spot. I've got it's some like, Jorcy Stag is hundred and forty two. I've had some oh, Bowen, really? Bowen Brothers that was 159. Oh my goodness! Okay, so so this is this is kind of the the like the moderate area where you get barrel proof. Um, yeah. So 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 barrel bourbon. Oddly enough, when Eric had originally gifted um, Robbie and I a bottle of this, this was you know had one or two facings in total wines here in california and over the last two years since we received these bottles now everywhere i go yeah there's eight facings there's a lemongrass version there's a dojo effect yeah it is right like you blew this brand up but it is distilled in tennessee indiana and kentucky so they have multiple uh distilleries um this is cast strength again um coming in at just shy of 58% 58% alcohol. Um, and uh, I totally disagree with Robbie that this is off uh, menu. This is a beautiful addition. It also has some sweetness, but also that extra ethanol, um, you know, it re- really thins out the body and allows for, uh, for some of that oaky character um, to really take center stage, which I think is really nice with the companion of amaretto as the only other addition in this cocktail very very simple cocktail um that's where i would say it's more of a classic not so much how old it is 
but it's classic in its like simplicity of like it's two ingredients and some ice to really uh, deliver a complex uh, kind of experience, Rob. I, well, I'm glad that you are enjoying it. Um, I'm glad that uh, you're talking really slow, and I think that that's all fantastic. Uh, boys, I know that uh, I know that you guys are drinking bourbon as well. I'm just going to move on. I know that you all are drinking bourbon as well. Give me a, 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 a hit on what it is that you're drinking. I assume you're both drinking the same stuff. Yeah, so uh, tonight we went with a, uh, a, the standard uh, version of this cocktail, which is some Old Forester 86, which is low proof, obviously, um, and some amaretto that uh, Matt whipped up for us. Uh, this... This might be the best version of Amaretto that we've done on Amaretto Avenue because it doesn't try to mask the bourbon goodness. It just right. becomes a little friend. They're like kind of friends. They're holding hands. You know, they're on the swing like set. It's 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 harmonious. I gotta disagree. Uh, the, oh, the whiskey <laughs> sour was clearly the best. Oh yeah, that was uh, really good. That was really good. I think this would. This could be good, but the 86 is way too low proof. You throw an ice in there, and it's like I'm not even drinking anything. It's refreshing because it's very hot outside, Jordan. <clears throat> yeah, I'll say the same. I'm actually uh, – the scotch that I'm drinking is uh, 80 proof. So and when you go with uh, a lot of single malts, a lot of the base single malts are going to be 80 proof. Um, but uh, to me, it's super, super drinkable. It is um, – it is kind of refreshing, and it is pretty warm out. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious how you guys are going to uh, to enjoy this cocktail going forward. Let's talk a little bit about what we're smoking. Uh, Randy, for once, you picked your cigar first, and you went Didn't out of your it? way to text the group and pick something that was very, very similar to the cigar that I smoked the last time we did this bl uh, this pairing. So why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what you're smoking? Yeah, I went with the My Father Flor de las Santillas. Uh, this is the number one selling cigar from My Father that we found out uh, during PCA. It's one of my favorite Don Pepin uh, cigars. And I'll be honest, you know, I, I listen to a lot of other uh, cigar um, content creators out in the interwebs. And, and I always kind of, like, chuckle how much of a deal people make about the bands. And this is a band that, to me, like, makes me, like, double-check myself that, like, we take some things for granted. We all smoke cigars a lot in our lives. Um, you know, none of us bother with spills and... Uh, and, and and all all the uh, the accoutrement of of the romanticism around cigars. We just smoke cigars, right? But this is one of those ones that, man, to me, this grows the industry. To me, this draws intrigue. To me, this draws us back to the an older era of cigars. That very classic band of 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 art and and. Uh, this is one of my favorite bands, honestly. One of my favorite cigars. One of the cigars that we really don't talk much about. I've I've mentioned my father as a as a as one of my favorite uh, manufacturers a hundred times, and and I feel like I we don't I don't give enough uh, credit to this cigar. It was a number one cigar of the year uh, several years back. Um, it's jam packed full of flavor. It's spicy as can be. It's all the characteristics that we know to be signature to Don Pepin and and the brand, my father and what they produce. This is to to me a, a you know a, a 
a magnificent cigar. It's very, very spicy, very, very flavorful. I think I'm going to be really excited about this pairing, and I am going to treat myself, Mr. Stephen Moses. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's – and it's it's timely too, right, because they are – it's the 10th anniversary, and as yep. we, when we were uh, chatting with uh, our good friend Youssef at the uh, – at the my father booth um it's i i look forward to chatting with him every year uh he's a good dude and uh he uh always makes time for us which is nice and they did have a pretty strong flex move in their booth where they've they've got that uh they have those kind of like um like jewelry cases you know where it's got the nice lighting and everything and because i mean Mm -hmm. they do make really nice bands so that you want to show it off as best you can and they had this this lineup of all the my father cigars like that have ever been released. It was a pretty sexy little lineup, and it's it's funny to think about. They've been around for so long, yeah. But there was only like what was it? it was like fifteen cigars in there. Fifteen about right. to twenty, I'd I'd say yeah. No, that you're right. It's not like this crazy release schedule that they run on. But like when they bring a new brand, man, it's a heavy hitter. Every oh, it it feels deal. like it probably isn't true, but it feels like almost every year that they release a new brand, it ends up on somebody's top twenty-five. Um, and 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 yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the whole industry watches them, but like we don't talk about them nearly enough. And, and that's the other thing, you know. You and I have talked about this. I, I know in season one we did, um, when talking about a specific beer brand that I like to always point to as like kind of a marketing case study, uh, which is North Coast. That they're one of the few brewery brands that mm-hmm. every single beer that they release is like this a la carte standalone. There's no um, cohesiveness between their releases. You wouldn't recognize that the um, that old Rasputin and um, and the, uh, the Scrimshaw Pilsner even come from the same brewery, but they both have huge followings in their own right. I feel like my father does that a bit you know there's there is a line of cigars that come out under the my father like kind of line and all have that very similar and elegant beautiful band but then they have these standalones you know they, they have the the floor de las antillas they they have the um the la antigüedad they have the these different like standalone brands that like deserve their own uh, attention in their own right but like I, I don't feel like we necessarily give full credit to my father as being the the like parent brand to all these like standalone other cigars that we know. Yeah, and Emmanuel just had a comment that uh, Jordan posted up. He says, I, I can go into any, uh, I'm paraphrasing, because I can go into any retailer, I can grab any my father's cigar, and I'm not worried about it. I know that I'm going to smoke something good. And True. Uh, that's that's what you want as a as a as a brand right you want your you want that you want that confidence in your confidence brand, regardless in the of brand. whether yeah, exactly. yeah uh, whether it's uh you know the flor de las antillas or uh the the judge or you know any of these other uh, cigars that they release uh even if it's just their core line is still a fantastic cigar uh <clears throat> so yeah that's uh, i'm glad you're smoking that i'm i'm really looking forward to smoking the 10th anniversary uh version of that cigar uh, that is, yeah, Randy's rolling his R's. I can do that, too. I, I, I don't. Randy shows off. I, I just try to keep it low-key. But, um, uh, no, I'm glad I had a long day. That. I had a couple so, pops before I came on air. I, no kidding. <laughs> I never would have guessed. Uh, so you're smoking the cigar that was Cigar Fishing Out of Cigar of the Year in 2012. 
I'm smoking the cigar or version of the cigar that was the uh, Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year 2014. That is the uh, Oliva uh, Serie V Milano. But I'm smoking the Nub version, which uh, was, well, actually, I don't know if this is technically the Nub. It's kind of weird. They released the Nub version uh, last year, and it was like it was an international release, Randy. So it wasn't released in the States, and it was super expensive. It was like, I don't know what the, do I have the pricing here? It was, yeah, it was 23 bucks per cigar for a, for a, for a nub. It was a 4 by 60 uh, for the Serie V, uh, Oliva Serie V Milano. And then they released it in the U.S. It's the same cigar, but it's a round version as opposed to box press like the nub is. Mm-hmm. This one I actually got from the, um, uh, what the hell was it? The CRA uh, Fall 2021 Freedom Sampler. That, Randy, we both picked up one of those samplers from our favorite retailer. Smokein.com. Smokein.com, indeed. And um, so I, I was looking through the humidor. I was thinking, okay, we, we I did this cigar on a wild card episode. And, I, Jordan, I meant to tell you this. I, I wanted to have you, this, have you have a photo of this ready to go. We did this. This was the first episode of season four. And Randy couldn't be there. And I was on location. I was over visiting my in-laws in uh, Virginia. And that was the same day that my wife caught that 50-pound oh, yeah. catfish. Yeah. Ah. And, and we shared that photo. I went back and watched the episode because I was curious what I smoked. <coughs> I smoked the uh, Herrera Esteli Lancero in that one, and the pairing was beautiful. Uh, but I wanted to go with something a little bit different. Uh, so I went with the Oliva V. Milano uh, nub. Really, really good cigar. I've never smoked it in the nub size. Uh, it's got the Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan binders and fillers, of course. Uh, I believe the binders and fillers all come from Jalapa. So there's a little bit of sweetness in there. Um, there's a little bit of, of deep, uh, kind of a deeper sweetness, like a sugarcane kind of sweetness. And I thought that might pair really nicely with the sweetness that I get from the Amaretto. So I'm curious to see how that's all going to work out with this particular pairing that I went with. Uh, boys, I, we know what uh, Eric is smoking. And uh, I think Eric started drinking before Randy did. So, Jordan, I'm just going to throw this back to you directly. What is it that, uh, that, you, are, uh, that you are smoking? I went with the Fratello Nevetta in uh, oh, nice. the new Boxer Vitola. So usually they'll come out with a, their Boxer is like a box press torpedo version of a lot of their Coraline cigars a few years later. Uh, I think they usually amp it up a little bit as well. Um, so the Nevetta is, is one of their more space-themed cigars. Uh, it's got an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, uh, Dominican Viso binder, and Nicaraguan Jalapa filler. For me, this is like... One of their better cigars. It's like between this and the Arlequin. Yeah. Now, how do you feel? How do you feel about space in general? It's trippy, man. <laughs> There's so you know what? There's so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> <so> <laughs> it depends. So it depends where you live, it. right? Like, no, not if really. You're, if you're, no, if you're living no, in San Francisco, you always don't have a lot, lot of, space. of it. Well, it's everywhere. When you look out, you know, into the universe, you're There's you're up. You're, you know, you're you're just thinking of. You know the space around you, but like you look up, like wherever you are in the universe, you look up, and there's lots of space. I told you it's trippy. And uh, now we're going to be asking, right now. we're going to be asking uh, the folks that are watching what they did for their pairing. So make sure to post that, and Jordan will highlight some of the better ones. And then at the end of the show, uh, we'll decide. Uh, the hosts will decide who had a a really good sound, what sounded like a really good pairing. But in that same vein, let's go to the studio audience. Um, 
Scotty Brayband, real quick, what did you decide to pair with your godfather? Ah, I am going with the Crowned Heads Las Calaveras 2021 edition. Nice. Ooh, what yes. made you pick that? Uh, it's probably, other than the 14, it's probably my favorite Las Calaveras. I absolutely nice. dig this stick and the flavors you get off of it. Now, Matt, what did you decide to go with? I went with the My Father Le Bijou. Oh, it's a Ooh. similar vein of... Uh, mm. Of Randall there. Yes. What What made you pick that one? Uh, I don't know. I just looked at it and I thought, this is probably going to go good. <laughs> I like that. Nice. You know what? That's the most I honest like that. answer that anybody's ever said on this show. <laughs> it's, I it's, looked at it's it, it looked thing. back at me, and, and we just we knew. Just, it just we felt knew. right. It just felt right. It felt uh, right. No, you know, I'd actually, oh, go ahead. speaking of feeling right, Robbie, that yeah. reminds me of something. Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show, just like every episode since season one, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate. Make sure that we can take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars, huh? This show wouldn't be possible without their unwavering support over there. Drew Estate, the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of acid, factory smoke, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Provada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, huh? Huh? They bring an energy and a style to this community like no brand ever has. Let me tell you. Okay? Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms. Huh? Huh? At Drew Estate. And ask for them at a brick and mortar shop. One brick and mortar that you know, we all know, let's be honest here, huh? It's Abe DeBabner. You'll always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in, huh? It's Smokin. Smokin is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars Smokin on Flavoris, huh? Don't miss a true premium cigar experience. <laughs> Let me tell you, with their courteous and knowledgeable staff, and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from, within Florida's largest walk-in community. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them on the interwebs over there at smokin.com. Somewhere. I love the interwebs. I, somewhere I John Gotti's rolling over in his... <laughs> Temporary grave. John Gotti, Marlon Brando, hey, hey, you name hey, it. Just Randy, they're all hey, awesome. My, hey, my friend Robert Rasmussen, huh? He told me that the theme huh? of tonight's show was, was the Godfather. So, you know, I thought it would be appropriate. Uh, if you, I if it you would be have, appropriate to sound like somebody from Sopranos. If you would, would have told me about this earlier, I could have had like Godfather music playing. Too. It was like, you're doing that, yeah. and it's like, 
<laughs> the juxtaposition yeah. was insane. We, we, needed, we, needed some, uh, <laughs> we needed some Sinatra in the background on yes. that one or something. Yeah, I needed some slow piano music or something going. <laughs> I, I I'm going to be honest. I, I know full well. I Try don't, it again. I don't actually I don't do an Italian impression very well. Oh, no, that's gone. Uh, Sorry. What, what no, just that was my bad. Uh, but but uh, but but you know it was the Godfather episode, guys. I, yeah, I yeah. thought it'd be I thought it might be appropriate. I yeah, I, was, <laughs> I loved it, Randy. I, the the breadth of your uh, your vocal range was on display. I appreciate your thespianism, if you will. Uh, see, even yeah, Derek says that was awesome. Derek's totally into it. I think it was great. Uh, I I. It's funny because if we go back to the episode where I drank the Godfather on the show, I I had to do the read that day. And it's the only time I've ever done one. And I was just like, yeah, thanks to Drew Estate and Smoke In's really awesome. Like, that was my read. That's pretty much it. So I appreciate the effort uh, and the planning that you put into these. I still want to hear them in different languages. Uh, I'd love one in Portuguese, maybe French. Uh, but uh, you know, I I appreciate the the effort that you put into that, Randy. Uh, don't just ignore Thank the you. haters. Uh, that was something <laughs> indeed. Something. Yeah, Tanner Cole is not a fan, but uh, you know, Tanner, you, you get on the show and you do it and see how easy it is. It's it's not it's not easy to do. I've been doing no, shows the, like it, this for ten years and I still can't do stuff like that. So I I, I was going to say that that literally took a little over four years of experience on the show to even have, have the like the gutspa to, to <laughs> even try. <laughs> I loved it. If I yeah, was I still rating you, these, I would give it a six. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna give that one a nine point. Well, you got to wow. remember now. Yeah, you gotta, you're gonna, all the judges are putting up tens. Otherwise, you never know. D- you know during the re- during the read, I, I called my uncle and said, "Please put a hit out on this guy." <laughs> Brady, there's a contract on your head. Yeah, it's uh, it's for seven dollars and sixteen cents, but it's the contract nonetheless. Uh, that's that's fantastic. That is fantastic. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I uh, again I appreciate your uh, your commitment to the craft, Randy. Um, hey man. Yeah, so you mentioned at the beginning of the, yeah. sh- the Mexican Mexican Godfather. Randy's not Mexican. That's close. Actually, well, we've had this discussion. What, what Randy? I didn't what, what I didn't know if he Randy, meant like the, the your, accent sounded Mexican. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't do impressions well, gentlemen. I'll, I'll be very, very frank with I, everybody. I'm, I'm, I, I thought I, it was I've a Juan a Cancel impression, personally. I, I, that's, that's what I It's phenomenal. Some, that's uh, phenomenal. Jordan, Jordan, who said uh, yeah, Eric Espinosa with COVID? I, that's somebody, oh, Scott. Uh, Scott yeah. <laughs> Bro. That's that's amazing. Bro, bro. yeah, that's I, I would have needed uh, less you knows and more bros for that to be yeah. Espinosa. But uh, so we're, yeah, we're you know, I'll, about I'll be honest. I, I've I've been ahead. on late night uh, uh, chats with uh, cigar groups before, and we come with all kinds of zany, uh, different directions that I could try and and work on. And I've I've worked on a few, and and you know what? Whether they're good or not, guys, I, I promise you this: you continue to subscribe to this show, follow this show, you're gonna hear some <laughs> of my terrible impressions eventually. I have to work up to them because I know they're not good. And so, <laughs> but but we come up with a lot. Like 
I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I, I was just feeling that one. Rob, Rob said it was Godfather. I felt like I had to give this kind of like Godfather vibe. It wasn't, I'm not trying to be Brando. I can't be Brando, but you know. It's going in the highlight reel. Yeah, you, you could have <laughs> gone timely and channeled some Sonny into that one. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not personal. It's strictly business. Sonny. Um, uh, oh, so well, well, just well, passed away. Well, yeah, yeah. James yeah, Conner recently passed. Oh, that's. Uh, you oh, could have had you could have had the uh, the lid of a trash can and started beating somebody up with it. Oh, uh, at, at, at one version, one early version, Robbie. I I was gonna call you out as my consigliere and, and call See, you that Rob, been, Rob Robert the Raz Rasmussen. <laughs> I, I, I like that. See, you left that out. You, you know, you know, you're beating somebody down when you hit them with a trash can lid. Then you take their shoe off and you beat them with that too. Uh, that's fantastic film. I, I absolutely love it. Um, so we're, we're, and by the way, my Batman's only good on the fourth day in Vegas. Oh yeah, that's. Who do you work for? Where's the Riddler? So, random thing. I, I we did this uh, sales retreat at work. And it was on, um, on like impactful speaking. And it was oh, one of the nice. few times that, that a, a marketing guy goes on a sales retreat with the sales team and I can actually like be involved. I'm not just pretending to be the customer. Like I can actually play a part in it. And it was about impactful speaking. And, uh, I actually did really well. And it was because, you know, I do this all the time. Um, but we had to, the final thing that we had to do was we were given this speech and it was like a really boring speech. And my speech was about how Beethoven lost his hearing. And it was really, really boring. Um, but I had to make it exciting. And so I did my, my rendition. And then I was supposed to do a rendition, all of us were, in a, uh, as a character. Like, we had to get into character and do it as somebody else's voice. Uh, my boss actually did it as Cookie Monster, which was amazing. Um, but I did it as Batman. I like your boss. Ooh, you yeah, went Batman. I went because I had completely forgotten That's that we were supposed to come up you. with a character. So I just did everything like this. You just channeled Randy on day four of one of our Las Vegas trade shows? Exactly, exactly. I drank really heavily the night before. I stayed up all night. I screamed at everybody. I told them how to run their business and how to change their life. And I gave them all this advice when I was hammered drunk. And then it was perfect. Wow, um, wow, <laughs> that—that's the deep cut right there. You, yeah, you had to be like deep in PCA coverage to even yep. get some of those. No, there was no coverage of that. I, I have video of it. You don't know about it, but there was no coverage. I'm holding that video just in case, Randy. Just in oh case I need gosh. it someday. But speaking of PCA, we got a few yeah. minutes. Let's let's talk a little bit about the show. Uh, yeah, man. I, I know that Eric, you've you guys have talked about it. We haven't really had a chance to kind of uh, share our views. We weren't invited to the re- the recap show, Randy. That's fine. I didn't take it personally. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't either. Thank you, Rob. But Thank you. Let's, but let's let's I, touch. I, I seem I, to I, remember a recap show that we did in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't there for like that. One. Every night after the, it was, uh, it was, the, the world was spinning. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's. Robbie, were you in a place called Vertigo? What was that song that Steve Carell does at the end of 40-Year-Old Virgin that's, that has something to do with Vertigo, right? I don't know. <laughs> but we, can, but we can move on. Uh, that was you too. We can move on. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's why I wasn't around on the last day. I did have a little bit of Vertigo. Uh, thank you for pointing that out, uh, Matt. But you were, Matt was very helpful, so I appreciate it. Uh, I really do appreciate you, Matt. You, uh, you helped save me that day. 
Um, but let's talk a little bit about the show, Randy. What were your impressions? I know there's all kinds of opinions oh. around people comparing this show to something that has nothing to do with it and then making it sound yeah. like it's positive or negative. Uh, I'm just curious. What it, uh, Kevin O'Connor says we killed it at, at PCA. That's awesome. Kevin, thank you for the feedback. Yes. Randy, Super appreciate you, were, that, yeah. uh, you did a lot of interviews. Uh, I was lazy as shit and didn't do much. So uh, I'm curious, what True. was uh, – Randy has a shirt on at least. That's great. Uh, that's how low the bar <laughs> is, man. Um, what were your impressions of the show? How would you feel about it? Uh, yeah, just Age of Aquarius. Thank you, Craig Lee, for sa saving my ass. That was what it was, Age of Aquarius. Um, my impressions. So uh, as, as most that follow along know, you know, I'm, I'm the newest uh, member of the industry and to the dojo team. And, uh, you know, this is my this is my third PCA show or IPCPR show. Um, and so I have a much, much smaller pool to compare to rather than, you know, the, the, the group of you. The pool wasn't that small. But I was excited, man. It was it was super energetic. I think, you know, what what may get missed for our our audience, what they see is that um you know what i was introduced to was was this story of like there was this um there was this period of time where the where the manufacturers were kind of pressured to do bigger and badder and more elaborate booths to draw attention to themselves and you know the last few years has really like kind of uh put us in a position where we had to like come back to the mean come back to a, a level of re uh, of realisticness there's a lot of conversation about how expensive this show is. You know, uh, for those that don't know, Las Vegas is very uh, 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 union-driven, so it's very expensive to hold any show during any time of the year in, in a Las Vegas venue. And, um, and I really, really think that this year was a great template for what can be a, a, a sustainable model where the brands that the first year I went to in 2019 that had these massive booths that, that felt like in buildings inside this venue uh, were like kind of par paired back to these beautiful settings and open settings. I thought it was the floor was much more open where instead of having like the perimeter walls of their booth up where you had to enter as if you were entering a building, it was completely inverted where all the like structures were in the middle and it was very open around the perimeter, uh, which made it, in my opinion, much more inviting and much more comfortable for people to enter into your booth. Um, I thought it was good, man. It was healthy. There was, uh, you, you know, the final day was very, very slow, which to be kind of selfish and honest was great from a media standpoint. We had a lot of availability with some of the big names, some of our biggest, um, kind of headliner uh, marquee type uh, uh, brands were interviewed on the final day. I got a chance to sit down with Pete Johnson in your absence, Robbie, for a good 20 minutes and just have him kind of wax poetically about where he saw the industry. He got a chance with uh, Miguel Chaudel, um, you know, crown heads uh, as anyone that follows along with us, you know, knows their trajectory over the last few years has been meteoric um, and, and, the, the engagement they get from retail it, like mirrors that honestly like, like these are these are guys that we consider like kind of personal friends of ours that don't have time to 
to take a few minutes and give us an interview because they're just so um, they're so uh, you know, locked down with all these interviews and uh, I'm sorry, not interviews, but uh, appointments that they have with retailers, which is ultimately why they're at this show is to meet with their retail partners and that we're covering it is this almost secondary thing that that fourth day actually ended up being really like beneficial for the the consumer our audience you know ourselves um, because it was slower the retailers had already done their their business in the first three days so the fourth day as much as people like might argue that we don't need that fourth day worked out really well for the media in my opinion because um, we got we got some like genuine time with these guys to like sit down and review what they're coming out with this year and how they view uh, what's going on in the industry um, I thought it was a great show I thought I'm really excited about it it was the best show I've ever um, uh, gotten to, to take part in again that's a small sample size compared to you guys um, but but I thought it was super positive all around. Everyone felt walked away feeling really good about it. I didn't see um, much of any negative uh, narrative coming out of the show at all. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> thank you for that. Yeah, I I enjoyed the show. It was we just peeked behind the curtain. Uh, team uh, Robbie and Randy had uh, Matt Hall was our camera guy this year, so it was nice in the sense that uh, it. It, there was no pressure on me to do all the interviews or on Randy to do all the interviews. We were able to, it was, there's was pressure on Matt. So it was good for us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Matt did a great <laughs> job. He's a champion out there. Um, but uh, he put in all the work. We were able to kind of uh, alternate. So Matt, uh, you know, cheers to Matt for, for all yeah. the work that he yeah. put in. Uh, Matt, you crushed it. Um, for those behind the camera but, that you guys don't see, raise a glass. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, they do all, they do all the brother. work. We just get to stand there and act like idiots, but uh, they uh, they do all the work. Um, I you know I was I was um, I was pleasantly surprised by this show in the sense that it feels like it's trending back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know how much this has been talked about, but there were a lot of of uh, representatives, whether official or unofficial, from some of the brands who have left. Uh, they mm-hmm. were there, uh, seen at the show. So to me, that is, is a, a good sign for things to come. It would be nice if everybody was just, uh, we could all play nice together and all be in the same place. Uh, yeah. there, there's politics behind everything, and I get all that, and I'm not really getting into that aspect of it, but it would just be cool to have um, some of the big guys back uh, at the show. But it, was, it seemed well attended. It felt like there were uh, several, yeah, nobody wants to peek behind uh, Randy's curtain, uh, Tanner. That is absolutely true. Uh, having uh, accidentally done it once, you really don't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> the carpet doesn't match the curtain. Don't lie. <laughs> have have uh, have Juan tell you the cricket story, and you'll know all you need to know about what's going on behind Randy's curtain. Um, but uh, no, it was it, it, it felt like, I don't know. It felt like there was more retailers there. I do feel mm-hmm. like it could be a day shorter. Uh, you know, two days and a half day would be great. Because I feel like everybody yeah. kind of comes in, gets their business done, and gets the hell out of there. Because it's July, it's Vegas, it's hot as balls. Hot, um, if you want to move it to October, I'd be into that. Maybe we have TPE early in the year. We have PCA later in the year. Everybody's happy. We have two trade shows. We have uh, you know all kinds of, of, of goodness going on and some symmetry and some... Uh, uh, um, I don't know, just good vibes. But hey, to me, it felt overall it was positive. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of traffic. I didn't see the final day. 
uh, as uh, as we mentioned earlier. Um, but I imagine that it was pretty empty because it usually is. But yeah, to me, two and a half days would be great. Um, but yeah, it was it was it, it felt like we're getting back to normal. You so know, it's um, trending in the right direction. Uh, both of you guys made uh, really good comments there. I'll comment real quick um, what I thought. And Jordan, if you want to ask you for your, comments, if you want to add, too bad. If you want to add anything, Jordan, that's that's cool too. But um, sometimes I'm on these shows, these recap shows, and I th- we like we like pick these shows apart like way too much, like in detail. Yeah. Like sure. The the bottom line is it was a great sh- it was a great trade show. Yeah, man. The retailers were there. They they were able to buy products. Um, they did the show excellent. Yeah, point. you can't really compare it to. You know, the ones in 2015, really, because it's a different world now. It was a great show, Jordan. I mean, don't you think sometimes we, like, overpick this, like, way yeah. too much? Sometimes, I, I like what you said, uh, uh, I think, Randy, you said, like, kind of recentered the show. It, se- it seems like we're, re- mm-hmm. we're, like, we're refiguring out, like, where the show should belong now. Right, right. The booths are kind of getting more to a reasonable, you know, more manageable level. Um, that's kind of what I thought. So you, you both of you guys made great points there. Jordan? Well, if you're going to say that we both made great <laughs> points, then we definitely asked you for your opinion. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me when you talk about the size of the booths and like the footprint and everything. Like when you go back to like the the early dot com days and the Super Bowl <laughs> commercials, like they were just nuts. Right. There's all these companies making these long great. Super Bowl commercials that were extravagant. They were babies mm-hmm. and monkeys and all kinds of weird shit going on. Babies and monkeys. Um, and well, you know, there were, I remember there was a baby. What was the baby commercial where it was like investing, but there was a baby that talked about investing? E Trade. Um, but there no. was all these other dot com. I would have gone just, twins if I were in in that position. But you make a you make a fair analogy. Anyway, uh, it's you understand what I'm getting at. It was just like it, it got a little ahead of itself. Jumped the shark. Although I never really understood what that phrase means. You don't. Um, you never watch Happy Days. I. Oh, I love that you know that that phrase comes from Happy Days. We, we're going to re, re, yeah, visit that on a future show. But Oh, you're I love we don't, yeah, for that, okay. Let's not sidetrack, but let's revisit. Because I, I, you uh, know, I, oh, gone, Eric's gone. And Eric's gone. Uh, <laughs> and Eric's gone. I, I like that we've kind of yeah come back where it's not like you have to have a castle. Yeah. Drew Estate would have you know three different DJs and uh, mm. do these huge booths. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just not really necessary. So... I love the idea that we're kind of coming back and, and, and maybe like reset, like you said, Randy. Um, to me, it just felt positive, and I, I'm hopeful that uh, that will uh, continue in the future. Um, I just wanted to grab a few minutes. That ended up going a little longer than anticipated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's start talking about these pairings, Randy. Uh, how is yes. your um, your pairing working out for you? You went with the bourbon, and uh, the cigar that you went with was the Flor de las Santillas. What's uh, how's, what's the verdict there? So I did the the cocktail the way it was truly meant to be done. It has some uh, great it's sweetness true, to it beca- because of the higher uh, proof bourbon that I chose. Uh, it ha- had a little bit more oaky bite to it. Had a, had a little bit more of that uh, ethanol bite to it. Is going amazing, but it still had an underlying like overall sweetness because the amaretto and the bourbon. Um, the cigar that I chose was literally perfect. It's spicy. It has just a hint of sweetness. It's, it has like a nice dry to, you know, I never say this, Robbie, I swear to God, 
It has a tobacco flavor to it, and I love that. Like that's that's something we don't use as a descriptor enough, in my opinion. This just tastes like great premium tobacco, and 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 which is what I know to be a complex flavor of um, baking spices, of black pepper, of earthiness. Um, just that's a hint of leather. I know Jordan's not a leather guy, but just a hint of leather. A lot of cedar. I love this. Kiss of leather. This is, this, this is a, a a thumbs up pairing all day, every day for me. I recommend this to everybody. Revisit Flor de las Sentillas. Try the Godfather. This is an exceptional pairing. Um, it's funny. Uh, Oops. I, 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 what the what? I, I have. Well, it's it's preemptive, but you know it's fine. Uh, Jordan gave a thumbs up on my side of the screen. I, it's funny. I keep hearing this fly buzzing, and it's like I, I'm not sure if the fly is here or if it's buzzing like in one of your places, and I'm just hearing it. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing this, and it's like there's no fly. Like what's going on? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, Randy. Once you picked that cigar, I thought, yeah, that's going to be nails. Even before I yep. knew that you were smoking, or, or that you were going to have uh, bourbon, uh, let alone barrel-proof bourbon. Um, in your uh, in your drink, I'm I'm sure that that was a, a nice pairing. I'm glad that you picked that cigar, yeah. uh, you know, cigar of the year 2020 or 2012. Ten years ago, we got the new one coming out this year, so a lot of synergy there. Really, really cool. I went with the uh, Oliva V Milano, the nub. I'm about halfway through at this point. Um, I wanted some earthy sweetness. I wanted some kind of earthy flavors. I wanted a little bit of that kind of almost a barnyard aspect there. I wanted mm. a little bit of black pepper. There's some red pepper on the retrohale as well. It's working nice. really, really nice. And some sweetness coming from that Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. I went with scotch. Uh, again, just as a reminder, I did the Abelor. If you are in a scotch fan, you like something that's finished in sherry casks, I highly recommend you pick up a bottle. Very, very available. Very, very good. Um, the flavors for me, perfect, is exactly what I wanted. We, we, what, we had different goals, and we kind of had different drinks, but I think yep. we ended up in the same place. So if it wouldn't surprise me if this vote was 50-50 from the audience, um, but I, I think that we, we both kind well, of crushed it as far as pairing. <clears throat> I think you might, uh, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, what, what do they say? Blind squirrel always finds a nut, something to that effect. Wow. Um, but, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this pairing is exactly what I wanted. And I was reminded, Oliva V. Milano, damn good cigar. Oh, it's just a damn cigar. good cigar. It's, One of those I've big brands that that is so worth revisiting and remembering. This mm-hmm. is really, really good. It's it's just a damn good cigar. And I'm reminded yeah. that I like this nub size, too. It's I'm not a big 60 really? range guy, but it's it's uh, I, I do like these shorter Vitolas. I feel like you kind of sure you get... You cut to the chase, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as you're mm. firing this thing up, you boom, you're right in the middle of it. Um, I don't know if there's a, a real, like, scientific reason behind that. Maybe it's just in my head. But I feel like that flavor hits you right away. And you're, as soon as you yeah. fire up that cigar, you're right into it. I do dig that size. I don't smoke it very often because um, it's, I mean, even though it's only a four-inch cigar, it's a two-hour smoke for me, maybe two and a half. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's, I mean, the cigar, Jeez. We're, we're an hour into Jeez. the show. I'm only halfway through. I could smoke this for another hour. No. I've just gotten to the band. Um, But (laughs) with all that said, definite thumbs up for me. It uh, it was exactly what I was hoping for. And I really dig this cocktail. I do want to do, I want to check out a a version where I use a peated scotch. I want to check out a version where I go with a a barrel proof 
a whiskey like Randy did. Um, it's that would it's definitely really be, especially based on on the the feedback from Erickson Jordan. I would say that a barrel proof is definitely the way to go on on well, this they, one. They if went you're on the, the opposite spicy. end of the spectrum. They went on yeah. the opposite end of the spectrum of you. I mean, yours your whiskey is thirty percent more alcohol. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's, more. Well, I don't know what the math is, but they're like eighty six, yeah, yeah. and you're uh, you know one fifteen. Twenty so yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. yeah, almost exactly thirty. So it's a big difference. Um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, if I was doing this with bourbon, nothing less than one hundred percent or a hundred yeah. for, for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but with no, the, I've I've got a lot of bourbon flavor in mind that they kind of reported that theirs is yeah. much more watered down. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I get the, the a lot of the Scotch influence, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm you not want overpowered. you I want go, that I you, go, you want that in a cocktail. Yeah. In a cocktail this simple that you've only got those two ingredients, you don't want to lose that primary spirit influence of a uh, of flavor. No, perfectly said. And as Eric as Eric mentioned earlier, I think it's kind of the perfect amount, perfect ratio for the mm-hmm. uh, amaretto cuz mm-hmm. amaretto can just be overpowering. Totally. Uh, no, no, it's it, it yeah, nice it's 4 sweetness. to 1. That's adds, great. Yeah. It adds a nice sweetness, some nuttiness and you're mm-hmm. good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, um, your your guys' votes don't really matter, but I'm curious. Well, uh I, I, I wish they matter because you know you're you're good people. And we <laughs> care about you. It's, uh, it's so rude of you to say that, but uh, you know whatever. I, I like I was like I, I heard myself say, "We I was love like, you, dude. Why are you being a dick? Like you don't have to tell Jeez, them. They don't mean anything. I mean, I'll keep it brief. But I I, I wasn't thinking about the the bourbon that we were going to use for this cocktail. I've had it in the past and remember liking it. But man, with the '86 proof. Uh, Old Forester, it's just, I mean, I'm not, a, you guys might know I'm not a fan of, like, bourbon on ice. Like, that just deteriorates yeah. the all the flavor, essentially. You're, you're cooling it down, and it just comes across as more floral, uh, like, light honey, honeydew kind of mm, mm-hmm. uh, mm. flavors. And that's kind of the, the, what we got here. There's, the, there's a small amount of that DeSerona coming through. It's just really real floral and light and it, yeah it's a little bit refreshing but to me i'd rather you know i want to i want to taste some flavor um with the, yeah. the cigars great you know it's medium full bodied i wish i would have had like a closer uh what randy's drinking that would have paired great with this uh i'll have to give it a thumbs down boys mm, wow <clears throat> i think the problem with the drink is it's sort of like a lazy man's old-fashioned like um I, I would have much rather just had a regular old fashioned with this. Would have been better. Like it has the flavors of an old fashioned. You know, you get the kind of. Um, I agree with everything Jordan said. Um, I switched over to just regular bourbon after I was done, and uh, much better pairing. I would give that a thumbs up, but I'd probably give <laughs> I'd, I'd probably give this Godfather a thumbs down. Uh, it's not a great pairing in my opinion. Uh, I've got some comments. Um, this drink reminds me nothing of an old fashioned. Um, but that's just me. There's no fruit component at all. Um, right. But I'm surprised, frankly, that you guys have an 86-proof whiskey. Anything at all. in your in your <laughs> bar? Like, why do you even? Well, they <laughs> make them in these giant bottles, and we need to get through the weeks. Well, yeah, but they also make the hundred-proof in a giant bottle. Yeah, those are we hard to find in Vegas. <laughs> like, I, shell out the extra three bucks, guys, and yes. get the hundred-proof. Like, what are you doing? Yes. I, I would have. If, they, if they'd have had it, I they would They don't have that very often here. Jeez. Oh, right, uh, so, so we are we are already running over time. Uh, Robbie, I wasn't going to do this to you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust you out on live 
uh, air. Uh, one week from today, apparently, I was mm-hmm. I was told I by my good friend from Todd, is actually National Scotch Day. Mm. We have a we have a wild card coming up. It it seems oh. like it would be a miss for us not to to focus on that. So uh, so more to come. Stay tuned on dojo.com, uh, Cigar Dojo, I'm sorry, dojoverse.com. Uh, I, w- I will update uh, right away. Robbie and I will, will finalize this, but we're going to be doing a Scotch-themed wild card. I'm just making that uh, that executive decision for the team because uh, there's no way we're going to miss not doing Scotch on National Scotch Day. Right? Well, like, come on. I'll take come it a on. step further, Randy. We are going peated Scotch next Wednesday as our wild card it's a peated scotch episode and <laughs> you guys just have to suck it up be men and drink some real freaking oh, whiskey peated scotch boys peated scotch and i saw that comment on dojo verse who did you say it was from i i it was uh, tom my, my my good friend todd i, I forget what his handle todd. is todd todd uh, but but no, I saw it, and he says, you "I know, know that neither is. Randy nor Todd, yeah, neither Randy nor Robbie is going to see this. But this next episode needs to be Scotch. Boom, nicely done. We are going peated Scotch, peated Scotch, boys. guys. You want me to rattle off That's a few of these audience pairs? Yes, yes, let's yes, do it. Please, we'll please, please, let's do it. We've got a ton of them. I'm I'm just going to just rattle some off. We got uh, Barry with a Sensei Sarsaparilla and a Triple Godfather Ooh. made with Old Soul Bourbon. Oh wow! Oh wow! Old Soul, I like that." We've got uh, Stephen Moses, J.W. Black, <laughs> DiSerona with a Padron 1964 Maduro. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Oh, come on. Oh, come Johnny on. Walker Black, come, on. Come, uh, come on. Scott come on. Braban in the house, Las Calaveras 21 with a Godfather. Exciting. <laughs> We've got, uh, let's see, John Beranaski sipping on the Godfather while enjoying La Ranja Reserva Azulejo. That's a pretty good pairing. Oh. Yeah, Craig Lee, Godfather, Johnny Walker Black with Black Star Warwitch. Okay. Ooh, I like nice. that one. I'll do one more. Bill Powers, Aging Room, Quattro Nicaragua with the Godfather. Ooh, Aging Room, Quattro Nicaragua is a damn good cigar. No, Bill Powers. I, 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 my vote is I'm going torn the between Warwich. Bills and the pairing with the Pedro 1964 Maduro. Yeah, Who's that's that? a good one, too. That came in second for me. But whoever did the Warwitch, that gets my vote. Yeah, I'm going Warwitch. I'm going Warwitch as well. I can see that being a really, really solid pairing. Craig Lee. Craig Craig Lee. Well done. Craig Craig Lee, you're a winner. If you don't have a challenge coin yet, hit me up on Dojoverse, and I will send you one. And the last guy that I said that to, I saw your message. I'm going to send you one as well. Uh, So I've got a The message came through. It was a little bit late. So I will, uh, and I can't remember who it was from, but I will get that uh, challenge coin out to you this week. Uh, thumbs up uh, around for us. Who won? Uh, Jordan, who won the poll? So we're looking at uh, 67% for... Oh, my. Randy. Oh, Randall gets a win. 67%. Randy, congrats, wow. buddy. You did it. Congratulations. Congratulations to me. Congratulations to the audience for paying attention <laughs> and understanding how flavor works. <laughs> you know what's funny, uh, Randy? I, I was actually gonna uh, I was gonna record something that Jordan said a year ago when I had when I uh, featured the old uh, or I beg your pardon the Godfather cocktail on that episode, the first episode of season four. 
about that this is not about pandering to the audience for votes. Uh, <laughs> it's about trying to find the best pairing. That's right. And, it's true. Uh, it, it's true. It is I true. I don't feel like those are the rules you play by, and it doesn't <laughs> always work for you. So, so I'm glad that it worked out for you this week. I'm surprised that it was 67%. I, I think uh, we both achieved exactly what we were trying to do. Um, sure. And, uh, but and I was I trying to do something greater than you. That's, you know, whatever, however, whatever makes you sleep tonight. That's great with me. Uh, boys, what's cracking on uh, Smoke Night Live this Friday? All right. So uh, just so you guys know, we got uh, a ton of great Smoke Night Lives lined up. Uh, coming up in the future, we've got Christopher Hart from uh, Whis- the Whiskey Neat podcast. He's had like, he's had Matthew McConaughey. He's had just about anybody you can think of on that mm. podcast. So we'll be talking to Christopher Hart about bourbon. That's in, in early August. Uh, Rick Rodriguez from uh, West Tampa Cigar oh, Company. Nice. He'll be coming up um, uh, in future episodes. And, of course, Nick Perdomo next week. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Nick Perdomo will be talking about this uh, release, obviously, because uh, that'll be the day that this cigar comes out Ooh. officially. But tomorrow, this Friday, uh, day after tomorrow, uh, we want to introduce you guys to somebody new that we think you might really dig, and that's uh, Ian Reith from... Dapper Cigar Company. Nice. Uh, he oh, is nice. a really, really interesting cat and a, and a very personable, funny uh, guy. So uh, the day after tomorrow, me. Ian will be on the show from Dapper Cigar Company. So please tune in for that. Like, here's the thing with Smoke Night Live. All these years, sometimes you you forget, like, you know, to bring on new people. You know, like that we haven't mm-hmm. had on before. And so that's why I'm excited about this uh, week's show because Ian is a really cool, cool dude. So uh, if you're not familiar with Dapper, they make some really, really good cigars. And uh, so Ian will be on this Friday, and that kicks off just a whole slew of amazing guests um, in the next, I don't know, four, six weeks. Beautiful. Awesome. That's awesome that you're having Dapper. Uh, they're from uh, Fresno, California, I believe, Randy. Uh, that's correct. So uh, close to our hood. Uh, so that's we should, uh, we should maybe make a we should do a road trip down there. You drive. Uh, yeah, I'll drive may, to you. May, may, you maybe maybe post October, but yes. Yeah, agreed. yeah, because it gets <laughs> toasty in, in Fresno. I'll tell you that. I'll drive to you, and then you, you drive us to to Dapper. That would be a lot of fun. Um, Fair enough. That's cool. I'm glad you guys are having them next week. We've decided wild card episode. I'm excited. Non peated scotch. Peated scotch, boys. <laughs> I already know what I'm going to be going with. That's exciting. Uh, I might pick up something new. We'll see what happens. But uh, peated scotch is where it's at, and I'm going to – I'll tell you, I'm going to make these guys scotch drinkers. I'm going to do it. It's taken several years. It's going to take several more, but I'm going to make it happen. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Randy, thank you for the the Godfather read today. I really enjoyed it. Uh, This pairing was a lot of fun. I'm sorry that the audience got it wrong and voted for you. But, uh, you know, they, I, 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 I digress. I'm just, be, I'm just joking. But they couldn't have got it wrong. I think we both uh, achieved what we were looking for. This was a really interesting cocktail. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I suggest that you try it with scotch. You try it with whiskey. You try it with uh, bourbon, uh, you know, b- barrel proof. I mean, let's get peated. Let's do all this stuff with this cocktail because there's a lot of, a lot of things to do. Uh, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues.